started a long time ago. It started through my celebrity TV show, The Basha Show. I quickly realized that my purpose was so much more than simply interviewing celebrities. I've always wanted to build a global network to elevate women, but I was afraid. So one day, I realized that I already had the platform and I just needed to be my authentic, vulnerable self. So I decided to call up some queens from around the world and they all agreed to pull up. That was the moment we launched the Ask Basha video podcast and we're just getting started. We're going to change this game. We're going to teach women how to treat each other and how to treat themselves right. You feel me? Hey guys, it's your girl. Today's Tuesday, you know what's up. It's time for the Ask Basha video podcast. Today, I'm joined by my queens, as usual, from all around the world. And our topic is the benefits of gratitude. So before we get into our topic, I just need to let you know a little bit about these queens. I would like to welcome back all the way from the Bahamas, somebody that I owe a public apology to, Mrs. Paula Hospitalis Bosler. And why do I need to give her an apology? Because the last time she was on the show, I completely forgot to read her bio. <laughs> Guys, I was mortified. So I'm reading it first this time, and I'm promising her, even though she didn't ask me to do this, it's never going to happen again. Paula Hospitalis Boslin moved to Nassau, Bahamas from Trinidad and Tobago in 2007. She's a mother of two sons, age 16 and almost 13. Her younger son, Obasi, Obasi, I'm sorry, is on the autism spectrum and is functionally nonverbal. Paula's professional background is in IT and project management. She works at the Colina Insurance Limited as the Life Operations Business Analyst Manager and the Reinsurance Administration Manager. She's based in Nassau, Bahamas, and you can keep up with her on Instagram at hospi underscore chick, and that's under her title. We go next to Washington, D.C., and we welcome back Mrs. Leslie Ann Bailey. I would also like to say that Leslie Ann Bailey is a Trinidadian American. She's an occupational therapist and entrepreneur and a graduate of Howard University. Leslie Ann is based in D.C., and you can follow her on her Instagram at eyebrows72. And we're saying welcome back to my girl from the Garden State, Dr. Stephanie Marshall Thompson. She's a reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist at the Institute of Reproductive Medicine and Science at St. Barnabas in Livingston, New Jersey. She's an attending physician in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology at St. Barnabas Medical Center and board certified in both obstetrics and gynecology and reproductive endocrinology and infertility. Dr. Thompson received her undergraduate degree in Spanish from Wake Forest University, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and her medical degree from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. She completed her residency in obstetrics and gynecology at New York University Medical Center and completed her fellowship in reproductive endocrinology and infertility at Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School. 
Dr. Thompson continues to teach residents and medical students as the Reproductive Endocrinology and Infertility Division Director for Resident Education at St. Barnabas Medical Center. Dr. Thompson's primary location is Hoboken, New Jersey, where her practice encompasses reproductive surgery, treatment of gynecological endocrine disorders, and assisted reproductive technologies, including in vitro fertilization, including in vitro fertilization and oocyte Site cry, oh geez, cryopreservation. You can keep up with her at Dr. Underscore SM Thompson. Dr. Thompson always gives me a tongue twister when she comes through, but I love it. <laughs> and last, but by no means least, the lady that I want to see the most today because we're talking about gratitude and that is wellness. And I need me some wellness today is Mrs. Dimple Kabadi Burger. Dimple Kabadi Berger has a bachelor's in biology and a certificate in integrative nutrition coaching. She has been helping people build and sustain a healthy lifestyle through her integrative wellness coaching business. Wellness with Dimple, it's called Dimple's multifaceted six month program works alongside her clients to independently and functionally examine 12 areas of overall well-being for each individual together. They cover topics such as food, movement, finances, and she works with her clients to identify strengths, challenges, and goals in each area and partner with any necessary specialists to facilitate making sustainable changes. You can keep up with her on Instagram at Wellness with Dimple. Ladies, welcome back to the Arts Basher video podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 All right, all right. That's what I want to hear. I'm ready to have a heartfelt, authentic, vulnerable discussion with my queens. Um, it's an honor to have you back. Um, the question today is, can gratitude, what are the benefits? And my first question is, can gratitude transform our lives? And if so, describe how Dimple Kabadi Burger, you are the wellness expert on today's panel. So I'm starting with you. Well, I, I, yes, I can. <laughs> yes, again, it's the short answer. Um, you know, just acknowledging what is mm -hmm. working for you, what you're doing well, what's uh, being gifted to you by way of opportunity or uh, friendship, presence, memories, even a beautiful sunset, whatever it is. Um, it there actually is a neuroscientific response um, to these feelings of gratitude that. Um, create surges of different neurochemicals, including serotonin, oxytocin, um, dopamine, that so literally right down on our neurochemical level, biologically, we are made to feel more um, valued by ourselves, by, uh, by exterior forces and people. Um, and just starting from that place of, of self-sufficiency and satiety gives us a nice foundation to, that we can continue to build on in different areas of our lives rather than feeling like we're starting with um, with a, a great sense of deficiency and we're trying to dig ourselves out to a, a, out of a hole to just get to that. Mm -hmm. um, to that foundational place. So um, there's a lot more motivation behind that feeling of, of satiety that comes from it. And mm -hmm. um, uh, 
it, it actually does have health benefits. It, it's been known to reduce inflammation. To so, just, well, I don't want to go to the health benefits just yet mm -hmm. because, you know, I have so much to build up to, not to cut you if you don't mind, Queen. Mm -hmm. I no. want to make sure that we hold back, you know, we're climbing the mountain, <laughs> you know, and that I want to make sure that we take it into that because that's, that's the part that I think a lot of people need to hear about. And yeah. I'm armed with some clinicians on this particular panel. So I'm sure we could get into it and, and see how we could even, how it could even help us to become um, reproductive. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 and nice so, nice words. Yes, nice words. Oh. Anyways, so, but I want to go to Bahamas and I want to ask Paula Hospitalis her take on whether she actually believes that gratitude can transform our lives. And just give me an example, you know, in what way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a person and I'm, you know, we're here for transparency that sometimes I, I am challenged to keep myself elevated. Mm -hmm. You know, there are times where your life just feels heavy. And what I started to do that somebody had mentioned to me, she, and um, she said, when you, when you wake in the morning, just count a couple of things that you're grateful for. And that was the start of a journey for me because what I realized any of the mornings that I woke up with purpose and said, okay, I am grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. And it started with the smallest things. There seems to be an avalanche effect in my day and mm -hmm. then in the week. And so things pass and you're able to manage better with, with just your emotions and how you feel. Yeah. So for me, that's how I, I, I try to start my day with just just lying in my bed going, I'm so grateful that there's a new mango on the tree. Because <laughs> girl, when there's a mango on that tree. tree yes, <laughs> yes. Caribbean people will understand that. You know, uh, yeah, I am that mango. You're waiting for it to get ripe. And, you know, it, it, it makes sense to me what, you know, Miss Kabadi Burger just said, because it does have a whole feeling of warmth. Mm -hmm. There's just, just a positive way to start the day. Nice. I love that. Dr. Stephanie Marshall Thompson, what say you? I mean, can, can can gratitude transform our lives? Don't give me the help bit yet, because I'm coming back to you. <laughs> and describe, you know, in little ways how it was transformed. You no, know, I think it absolutely can, because I think in some and many ways, gratitude is uh, a choice. Uh, you know, just like Paula was saying a moment ago, when she wakes up and chooses to think about those things. Um, and I think a culmination of small little choices that we make can reach mm -hmm. our brain. Not to get too into the, the health perspective yet. Uh, mm -hmm. either, but, um, you know, I think it's, it's something that we can be very intentional about mm -hmm. you know, taking very small steps with each intention mm -hmm. overall change our attitude towards everything happening in our life yeah yeah um leslie and bailey what's yes, you um can gratitude transform your life and if so describe from your point of view mm -hmm. how you think it can happen um well i for me, an attitude of gratitude is important. I think it makes me happier. Um, if I am not, if I don't express my gratitude, I feel some guilt 
behind it. So when and I realized over the years, if I express gratitude, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doors open up to me, and you know, people respond differently, and mm-hmm. I just um, see the benefits of it. So you know, overall, the benefits that I can, I can that are tangible. There are benefits that are you know um, maybe biologically based, scientifically based. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, all all the way around, gratitude is important. I like it. I like it. I want to, before we go into the habits, I want to point out something that I have experienced firsthand in my life. I mean, particularly whenever I go very low, the thing that brings me back is an attitude or a feeling of gratitude. Even if I, at that moment, because of whatever chemical imbalance as described by Dimple Kabadi Burger, um, I may be lacking in or experiencing once the mental is able to connect with the gratitude, it helps to maybe not make me feel better instantly, but put me back on the path to my destination of, of, of an attitude of gratitude. That being said, what I have experienced over the years is if you are not someone to practice gratitude consistently, mm-hmm you find it harder to be able to reach out and grab that gratitude when you really need it. So if gratitude, in other words, let me try and say it differently, if gratitude has not been your mindset because your mindset comes out of, or you, your mindset creates your habits, mm-hmm. then you know you find there are people who are having such a difficult time during this time. And I think we all are, there's no one person, we all are having a difficult time. But if, like the pandemic, for example, met us all with the mindset of gratitude, I think those of us who have had, who've been intentional of making gratitude a part of our mindset, as Paula Hospitalis said, when you get up and, and being thankful, because being thankful and being grateful are two different things, slightly. And you all could feel free to disagree with me, because that's what we do on this platform, but we keep it clean. But I will just tell you why I feel so, and then I'm gonna hand the mic. I'm gonna hand the mic back to Dimple Kabadi Burger. I feel that a lot of us growing up, we were trained to say thanks. So you give your kids something, and you hold it to them. You said, "You're not gonna say thanks." So you can say thanks with your mouth, but not be grateful in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, oh gosh, your boy full of manners, that a girl full of manners. She always saying thanks, but she is she grateful? And and gratitude comes when you know you have gratitude, is when you are not able to receive to say thanks. But you still have to be grateful that you have received before, or you'll receive again. And that's my two cents on gratitude. I don't know if you agree or disagree. So there's a, there's a difference between thankful and grateful. I like um, that. It's one is an action and one is a feeling in it to a certain extent, right? Because when yeah. you're expressing thanks, mm-hmm. um, it's generally done in an action format, you know, telling somebody thank you. If it's a present you don't like and you're saying thanks, but you're not grateful for it. As opposed to you, you might be grateful that you know that person had their last twenty dollars and they spent it on you, and mm-hmm. even though it's not something you may have gone out in the in the shop and bought for for yourself, you mm-hmm. will wear it with pride, knowing that it was a right. sacrificial gesture for them to have purchased mm-hmm. it for you. 
That's gratitude to me. Grateful is, I mean, our gratitude is a stronger feeling in many ways, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, in, in the difference in the term, because you're conjuring up some emotions mm -hmm. behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to go to the to the studies of gratitude and health, you know, and um, Dimple Kabadi Burger talked, well, she was trying to climb the mountain a little faster than I could manage. And she went straight into, because that's that's her profession, guys. She, you know, she she owns wellness with Dimple. So this is, this is, this is her thing, you know. Um, studies show that gratitude increases the likelihood of physical activity. People who are living in gratitude are more likely to maintain physical, a, fit, a physical fitness regime. And I have to say absolutely yes to that because I've been in my feelings a lot in and out with this whole new cycle and everything. And it, for a week or two, it slowed me down in terms of how hard I would typically go um, with my fitness regime. So, you know, I found days were passing and I was making excuses about walking and so on. And for me time, I switched my mindset back to the gym, back to the outdoors, back to the running, back to the yoga. What do you think about that? Mrs. Kabaddi Burger. Well, I think it's all tied together, right? That's why I do 12 facets. You don't just work out because you want to work out. You don't just eat well because you want to eat well. You're not just spiritual because you want to be spiritual. Each one feeds into the other. So if you are not feeling spiritually connected to yourself or mm -hmm. to um, to being a, to, to a feeling of gratitude to something around you, to a higher being, to the universe, whatever it is, um, you're you're not going to have those same responses, right? Even the chemical responses in our brains and everything mm -hmm. else that comes along with it yeah. um, to motivate you. You're going to feel that sense of deficiency or depravity where you're not um, you're not having that um, that oomph behind you to do the next thing that you have to, right? So. Um, that's where it would tie to physical activity and everything else. There's so many people who go into debt because they're seeking something because they're not grateful for what they have, right? Mm -hmm. So even we look at the financial aspect of it at Wellness with Temple where um, it's not just um, your your exercise and your food. It's also where does where else is this affecting you and hitting you because you're feeling like you're not enough or your life is not enough and you don't have enough. Mm -hmm. So feeling more... Um, I keep saying the word satiated. It's really, it really feels right to me. To when you feel more satiated in where you are, you're not feeling constantly like you have to catch up in some way, where you will take away from other areas of your well-being and your stability to get there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and I feel you. I um, you said something that that I want to, I, I want to ask you about this, and then I will take this question to the other ladies in the panel. And of course you can um, discuss the health factors associated with gratitude as well, Dr. Thompson. But you mentioned spirituality. And one of the things that I experienced firsthand as someone who grew up religious, and there are two women on this panel who, who grew up in the same environment that I did and, and they can tell the truth and shame the devil. But when I was growing up, I thought going to church and making a sign of the cross made me spiritual, okay? I thought mm -hmm. I was ready. And I thought once I went to church every Sunday and I said my rosary, I'm good. Um, and I'm not knocking that practice. 
I'm just saying that something was missing along with that, right? And again, the habits, the mindset, the practice of gratitude is intrinsically tied to your relationship with a higher being. No matter what you choose to call that being, but that person who's at your center, that, that, that omnipotent, who's at your center that you may sometimes call God, other people call different names depending on your religious practice. And I feel that there's so many people in this earth who are deeply religious. Mm -hmm. um, we, 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 I have encountered a number of fundamentalists as well. Um, and this is not a criticism, this is a description. And if you were to check, if we had a thermometer, and of course that is not necessarily the right medical tool, but that's what I'm going to use to measure the levels of gratitude in their right. bodies and their being, you may Ooh. find two out of them. But you use the same thermometer and you have an in-depth discussion with someone who is deeply spiritual because you, a spiritual person is not necessarily a religious person. Right. Okay. Right. And as, yeah. as the more I grew spiritually as an adult, the, the greater, um, I should say, I, the more gratitude, feelings of gratitude I was able to achieve. And my life changed when I made the connection between spirituality and, and of, not made a connection, but I was able to, to separate being religious and being spiritual. And gratitude was the thing that led me down the path of greater spirituality. That's what I wanted to say. Paula Hospitalis. Yes. Is this something? Yes. Am I talking something that you are connected with? Or? I am very connected to it because you know we grew up similarly, mm -hmm. right? Our parents knew each other. I think our mothers mm -hmm. knew each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it, you know, for me, it was a journey mm -hmm. to spirituality because, like you, it was a certain amount of rote things that you did because this right. is the way you're supposed to do it. But when you when you are fervent about not just about what you need but about what you are grateful for there's mm. a shift in mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be you can feel surrounded by some sort of connectivity to a divine whatever you want to call the divine mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. your garden with mm -hmm. your children mm -hmm. alone on mm -hmm. a beach and it is that connectivity that I felt for me transformed my life into one mm -hmm. where it wasn't like for me, it was always a check and balance. How am I doing mm -hmm. against this expected threshold that I'm supposed to be at? And then it has, it, it, it got to the point of how am I being compared to who mm -hmm. I was last year, hmm. compared to where I am in my journey, because mm -hmm everybody's journey doesn't have the same milestones mm. not gonna pass the same way but you have to pass where you pass and be grateful for your journey so that everybody's journey is different from mm -hmm. whatever lessons you have to learn along the way and that's not necessarily a religious thing it's more of a spiritual thing of course 
And what I discovered is that the more grateful you become, is the more you receive from the divine. And not necessarily things, but your life is full of what you actually need. It becomes full of what you actually need. And, you know, so it, it was an aha moment for me. Um, and, and something never talked about, you know, yeah. in, the, in the childhood days. Leslie and Bailey, I'm going to you with our question. Yeah. You know, yeah. do you feel that gratitude is tied to spirituality? Um, and this, you know, follow up on what Paula Hospitalis just said. You know, I, I do believe that it is tied, it can be tied to spirituality, but it all, there's an awareness that comes with age and experiences that would, you know, help you to become more grateful, um, that would allow you to to just to, to see the, the beauty in just the small things, little things or big things, to be grateful for those things, you know, that, that takes some level of experience. So if, you know, for example, for me, the day after, could rain all day long and the day after the sun comes out it's just amazing to me it's like just a mm -hmm. brand new renewal of life and i'm grateful mm -hmm. for that or you know yeah. um during this you know very difficult time so many people are sick and dying and i'm just grateful that i'm not you know and i'm grateful for those who are able to survive um yeah. so just the little things and, and you know i know you 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 define being thankful as you know uh being different than being grateful and and i mm -hmm. agree with you but I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, you have to kind of go through that journey of being thankful, mm -hmm. you know, and, and expressing thanks and making it habitual before you can yeah. get to that point to understand the gratitude, yeah. what gratitude really is. And, I, you know, to, I mm -hmm. think what, what I wanted to connect is that you can behave thankful and not uh -huh. feel grateful, uh -huh. but you okay. can be thankful and grateful at the same time. Absolutely. Once you have hit that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Dr. Yeah. Thompson, what say you? Do you see the, 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 the connection between the gratitude and the spirituality and feel that greater gratitude comes from being more spiritual? I do. I can see that. I can see that. Um, you know, I think that for me, spirituality is really just believing in something greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that integrates being grateful for the things around you the experiences you have, the people around you, you know, all of that kind of goes into taking a step back and then connecting with the greater world or whatever higher being or power that there may be that, you know, just really recognizes that you're, um, you know, not the be all end all, right? There's yeah. something greater than yourself and that helps you to be grateful for all of the other things around you. And so that's yeah. how you see that tie-in there. Mm -hmm. um, I wanna go back with, you know, to the health piece with you. Um, I think you, in your practice and in your field uh, where you help so many amazing mothers-to-be and women in mm infants, -hmm. you know, but as a doctor on a whole, do you believe that our grateful mindsets and attitude <laughs> on gratitude has a lot to do with the health results that you would even see in your patients and people who are coming to your practice. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. No, I do, but I think it's complicated. You mm. know, the day. I think it's multifactorial. Mm. But having a grateful and positive and open attitude, especially in my field, yeah. I think it just leads to an overall reduction of stress, 
which mm. is something that plays a huge part in all of our um, health, right? And, and definitely an under-recognized role in our health. And so, you know, we tend to really, um, the more stressed we are, you know, mm -hmm. the more cortisol we produce and of course all of these hormones that have negative effects on our body. Um, and so there's so many intricacies to, you know, really our health in general. Um, but at a baseline biochemical mm -hmm. reaction, as Dimple was talking about, um, yeah, absolutely, our body is going to respond to uh, gratitude, which I, again, I'm mm -hmm. translating that to um, the stress we put on ourselves and our bodies, mm -hmm. right? Because to me, somewhat of gratitude and even bringing spirituality is, is relaxation, mm -hmm. right? And just taking some time for yourself and taking mm -hmm. some moments and, and wellness in general, um, you know, taking a step back. So all of that leads to better health. Yeah. So, um, you know, we talked about wellness and self-care, right? Working out, eating mm -hmm. well, um, and and how, you know, that is tied into our whole gratitude and spiritual journey. And that is directly, you know, a link to our health um, mm -hmm. and the poor health that we see, right? In terms of lack of sleep, obesity, mm -hmm you know, as really one of the main factors, um, mm -hmm. just not eating well, eating tons of processed foods, you know, not really taking care of ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. Those health links are direct. So, you know, there's always, it always comes back to this underlying concept of, of wellness and how, you know, it's intertwined with gratefulness and gratitude of being here and taking care of yourself and taking care of your body. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I um, I want to go back to Dimple Kabadi Burger, and I mean, you'll see a number of people in your practice as well. And I know for me, um, as a woman of a particular age, I can tell immediately when I meet a grateful person. The, the, the energy that person has is infectious, it's contagious. I think grateful people s truly live life. They yeah. celebrate life every day. In, in, in little ways, this, it, it, they celebrate it in a big way, but in little ways. I mean, that sounds kind of weird. In other words, they can celebrate today without having a birthday. They can just celebrate a friend, the people around them. They, you know, they celebrate all the little things in a big way is what I'm trying to say. And I have been trying to be like that permanently for some time. I still have a lot of work to do, but I think that's, the way we were put on this planet to live. And some of us, we're not really getting it right, but I think there's a strong correlation between gratitude and positivity, right? When you when we talk about positive vibes, mm -hmm. that can't come without having a grateful attitude. Like to, to be able, you know, when you have a, a, um, a new cycle, such as the one we have currently and all the things that's, that, that are happening in this world. And you have to remain positive and you have to remain at peace and you have to remain celebratory at all times. I think that is one of the hardest things for us to achieve right now, but I, I actually know people who are doing it. Dimple Kabadi Burger, tell us how can we mix this positive vibes 
this gratitude, feeling of gratitude permanently and make that into a richer life. The, the type of life we all want, but some of us have, have difficulty translating on a daily basis. I mean, quite simply, just do it really, because the more you practice gratitude, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, like Dr. Thompson said, um, you have, uh, it, you, you have to do it intentionally, but you, you, once you do it intentionally for a certain amount of time with some regularity, because we are blessed with this beautiful thing called neuroplasticity, our brain will actually start to fill those intentional, um, the gaps mm -hmm. between our intentional moments with mm -hmm. unintentional gratitude also, mm -hmm. it'll just come to us naturally. Um, and, you know, just if just employing something as simple as our senses, right? If you're mm -hmm. in a moment where you're feeling a little, uh, a little down, a little uh, ungrateful, um, to go through your go through your five main senses and say, okay, what am I seeing today, or what have I seen recently visually that that spoke to me that I am so grateful for, that I grew from, or that I saw a gift to something or someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, what did I hear? What did I smell? What did I taste? And, and you know, so just to use what is within us, yeah. and then to tie that to back to you know to Dr. Thompson's point again, back to the greater, right? So um, like say you're standing on the grass appreciating nature, mm -hmm. to tie that back to nature saying, well, I the sunshine that, that Leslie Ambeli talks about. Rain is today, but sunshine is tomorrow, you know? <laughs> Thank you so much for that sunshine. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for this grass. Thank you for this moment and the birds that are chirping and everything else. Realize in that moment how powerful you are and that you can impact this tremendous thing that you are a tiny little part of, but you are powerful in that but you are part of something so much bigger than you. Um, just these these little things. And then if you have time to journal, everyone gets scared when you say journaling, but you know, it, it doesn't have to be. It can be one word, it can be one phrase, it can be yeah. 20 pages, whatever you find that you can comfortably make space for. Mm -hmm. Jot something down every day that you feel, that you feel grateful for, mm -hmm. a little something. I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying this because I am just reading the minds of our viewers and listeners and you know people who are really going through it and they're like yeah you fancy ladies can talk up there you all have all the money you all have this lifestyle they're watching you all on ig and say yeah they're living it up you can say whatever you want because you but i want i want to make sure that they understand that we all feel that that we all go through it that that no matter the, the, how much money you have or education you have life throws challenges at everybody whether it's infertility issues whether it's big money issues whether it's marital issues whether it's a child with special needs a lot of people when they're going through this stuff they become reclusive isolated and he i believe that you can find healing and sharing when you understand that you are not going through something alone, you know, go ahead, Dr. Thompson. I see something coming out of your mouth. Yeah, that, that really resonates with me quite a bit because I think, especially as West Indians, we tend to be very private, right? Well, let nobody know your business. It's all <laughs> I was raised that way. I'm sure you all were too. Um, and we do ourselves a complete disservice by not sharing our struggles. And especially in the fertility world too, especially mm -hmm. you know minority women in fertility, mm -hmm. because there's such a stigma to it. Yeah, women suffer in silence. 
Yeah. And I think women suffer in silence about everything. I was just going to say, it's not fertility yeah. issues alone. We suffer in silence about everything. 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 And, you know, part of, I think, a, a healing process and getting to know yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, coming to a place of, of gratitude um, is sharing your story. Yeah. I believe in focus groups. I believe in... Um, you know, I have found a lot of healing in my own platform just by surrounding myself with powerful women. And and powerful does not only allude to someone's qualification. When I speak about powerful women in my life, I'm talking about their attitudes. Yeah. Because you can be highly qualified negative. And I'm going to run so far from you. <laughs> You know, so when I talk about a powerful woman on this platform, I, I, I allude to authentic women. I allude to women who are non-judgmental, women who are focusing on pulling other women up and not putting them down. You don't have to have a PhD to do that. You just have to be a decent human being living in gratitude and you just want to be good to people. You know, so I would say to those people who are still struggling with the idea that well, I, I'm not going to talk and I don't want anybody to do my business. So they, they're just going to stay in a room and die from cancer because they don't want to go to a focus group or, or a therapy group or a support group or whatever the issues are. I would say to them, listen, people know your business or think they do more than you know it. So you might as well come out and set the record straight and tell them exactly how this thing is going down. <laughs> because by the time they start to add on stories to your business... <laughs> I think it's stressful. Yeah, I mean, back to stress and the just the amount of uh, Im- the impact that it has on your mm-hmm. health and well-being mm-hmm. from a mental and biologic perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that is stressful. The right. narratives that you create in your head are stressful. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's important to talk to other people, you know, whether it be therapy, and we've talked about that on this forum before, Mm -hmm. or your support group or your group of friends, Mm -hmm. you can't do it alone. Everybody's going through something. So if somebody's with you and they're pretending that they're not going through something, good for them. Everybody has something, you know? And one one last thing on that before, if any of the ladies want to interject to to add to what um, Dr. Thompson and I just said, but one more thing is that not only are we all going through something? I just feel that when we have the ability to be authentic mm-hmm. about what we are going through and deal with it with a positive mindset, we come out better off and we come out quicker on the other side. Um, I see them book about it, shaking her head. You yeah, that's, that's, what, that's one thing that I always tell people when we're, when we're talking about gratitude is recognize, mm-hmm. recognize openly what is not okay. Mm-hmm. And because if you're not recognizing it, you're not going to work on it. And if you're not going to recognize it, you're not going to know when you grow and develop out of it, right? You won't recognize the disparity between where you are and where you mm-hmm. were. Yeah. You know, I say all the time, we, we get out of life what we put into life, yeah. you know? You, if you go into life expecting more and being grateful before you receive it, you're going to get more, you know, who responds to somebody who's not expecting anything. If you have a child and that child has a wrong attitude, you're not going to be showering your child with with things. And every time you buy something for that child, you swing it aside and like, I don't want that. I don't. Some people do. Uh (laughs) (laughs) do. 
Well, we're talking about the ones <laughs> who are on a certain frequency. Remember, I told you that there are, there's, there are people who are very qualified and still negative, right? Right. right. So we talk about you know the ones who are balanced in their mindset. That mm -hmm. you, you nobody, but but in general, nobody enjoys doing for someone who does not who's not grateful enough to receive you, you're motivated to give them more and it's the same right. with the with the divine and the heavenly father the, the the more grateful you know you say father you've always provided for me so if today i don't have something to eat well i'm still grateful yes because what about the other 364 days that you gave me something to eat sometimes right. we just gotta get grateful yeah because yeah. that can actually solve the problem one last note when and, and i'd like you all to to comment on this when i think about the times in my life when i felt the lowest when i tell you the lowest whether it's from a breast cancer diagnosis or autism or you know what brought me back a change of perspective yeah. simple like that simple mm -hmm. like that and i always okay. remind myself about that whenever things don't go so right i'm like you know who's you are he never takes anything from you without giving you better fix your crown i have other things i say that are not appropriate for this platform but it all leads back to gratitude yeah to, yeah. to push me back on that path of gratitude let's see amini what do you have to say about that yeah no i absolutely agree i agree with you and yeah. you know it's the same for me. If I'm not feeling, you know, my best or if I'm in a low period, honestly, just, you know, working through that gratitude and just thinking about all of the good, positive things that have occurred and me just being grateful for those things yeah. helps me to, to see things from a different light. So perspective yeah. has to change and it does help. You know, that perspective shifts demeanor. everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's important. Paula Hospitalis, so what you... Just a couple things that I wanted to say about what you were saying. You know, uh, there is a lot of human nature that we believe that people are seeing, uh, are seeing shortcomings and thinking about it. But one of the other things that you can think about is that people are not really as interested in us as we believe them to be. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Something. Everybody has you something. Know? That's that's the one thing, and and you're so right there is something that happens when you share your struggle. Like a, sh a struggle shared is a struggle halved. You know what I mean? It, it, I like that. In, in speaking, I am having difficulty here. Somebody might be able to say, you know what I did? I did this. And it may help you to get past something. But also one of the things that I wanted to mention about my own personal gratitude journey is that gratitude for me is not just being grateful for the things that I have. Mm. but being grateful for the things that are to come and things not yet seen or experienced mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm already grateful for them because there is something to be said with creating a space for the positive to come in mm -hmm. and but i have experienced it myself you know i believe okay yeah this is going to happen mm -hmm. it may not happen the way i want it but it's going i believe and i'm, I'm so thankful yeah that Things, are, things will work out. It, it goes such a long way. Yeah. Um, you know, as you say that, I'm smiling because I'm 150% in agreement. But I'm also laughing because 
I know you all feel me when I tell you this, but I'm also grateful for the things that I asked God for and he didn't give and me. And he didn't get? Mm. So, that is it. Yeah. And I don't know, like, oh, God. I say, God, you know, yeah. that's why I'm not supposed to try and tell you what to do because you see in around the corner and I ain't seeing the truck coming. Mm-hmm. You can dodge a bullet sometimes. Dodge yeah. a bullet. So sometimes you have to be grateful yeah. for the things you even get you because don't it wasn't yeah. good enough for you. Yes, yes. How about I a agree. man you was praying about and you end up marrying a better man? That's it. How about that? That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I always say God never takes anything from me or the divine without giving me better. And that always puts a smile on my face and helps me to be still when I need to be still because sometimes I'll be up here telling God what to do and he ain't listening. Hey, and that's a good time thing. For, you know, time for open mic because we're coming to the end of our show today. But I want to talk. I want, I want to know if any of you ladies want to sound off in something that, you know, I heard something fun. Okay. I need some fun in my life. <laughs> there's a village outside of Rome where they're trying to rehabilitate their downtown area. And Rome is in Georgia? As in Rome is in Italy. Oh, okay. We have there's a Rome in houses for $5. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I want Anything outside of Milan? <laughs> I was, um, is this uh, real or is this like a Nigerian scam? No shade of no. Nigerian prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody yeah. write an email saying, I need your prejudices? Right. Oh no, CNN, not fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me know when they open when they open that up to the little villages outside of Milan. I, I was just right. in this little village called Franciacorta. Oh, back to wellness. Okay, so oh, oh okay. And I was in this little village. Back to wellness with Dimple. <laughs> they're uh, they're known for for uh, um, a type of sparkling wine that is as good, if not better, than most of your favorite champagnes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they're all made naturally, organically crafted, and get this. Most of them have no residual sugar because they don't dose them with extra sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you get your my friend? Healthy bubbly. Yep. Baluki Winery in um, Franciacorta, Italy. And can they ship to us? <laughs> they can't can ship to us, but they do have distributors in the U.S. Oh, my. We need to talk about Baluki that. Baluki Winery. It was amazing. And we might need a couple cases. Healthy, healthy bubbly. Healthy bubbly. Hmm, who knows? So that is super skinny <laughs> um, wine. I like that. This is what I love about this podcast. You see how women pull up from all over the world. They travel the world and they get all these tips and they bring it back for us. Our queens pull up from everywhere. Paula Hospitalis, tell the people where you're at. I am at hospi underscore chick on Instagram. Feel free to, you know, shoot me a little message and I yes. can laugh you. And where are you located, Queen? I am located in Nassau, Bahamas, mm-hmm. originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Nice, nice. Dr. Stephanie Marshall Thompson, where you at? Oh, you can find me at, at uh, Dr. Underscore SM Thompson on Instagram mm-hmm. and my practice at www.irms.com. And I'm based in Teaneck in Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, nice. Leslie and Bailey, where you at? I currently reside in Washington, D.C. And you can find me at eyebrows72 on Instagram. Nice. And wellness with Dimple, Dimple Kabadi Burger. Where you at, Queen? <laughs> I'm a stone's throw from Dr. Thompson, literally, <laughs> in 
Burton County, New Jersey, and my Instagram handle is Wellness with Dimple. And it's your girl Basha. You can find me at, at Basha Powell on all platforms. And I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, I'm a peach. <laughs> Ladies, I wish we could go on and on. All the things must come to an end. You know, I'm sad you all are going, but you know, this is the reason we created this podcast to bring outstanding women together from around the world. Um, I feel it's important for us to do an episode on gratitude, particularly during this time. You know, if we were to list, you know, we're now in August, and if we really did a recap of the year, it would be amazing, even mortifying. And we all go challenging times and we let the darkness in. If we let it in, it comes in. However, it's important for us to always wear transition lenses so that we can see the light in the darkness. You feel me? Yeah. Remember to be careful what you say about each other because it takes one to know one. Ladies, to quote my son, Russ, you did a great job, son. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's your girl, Basha. Until next time, don't forget to follow us on all our platforms. And most of all, live the life you love and love the life you live. We're out. See you next time. Bye, everybody.